don't want to be strong like men who look pretty. I want to be strong like bitch that fight bears in the forest. Welcome to another episode of Bitch vs. Bear with your hosts, Amber, me, and me, Sydney, woohoo, co-owners of Shield Maiden Trading Co. This is a show where we bitch, laugh, and chat about all things fitness and wellness related to women in the LGBTQIA plus community. Sure is. It sure is. Here we are, second week of January. Second week of January. Luckily, we weren't recording, but Amber and I spent about 20 <laughs> minutes ahead of this bitching and laughing and chatting about all things. Uh, yes, travel and children related, too. Yeah. Did you know, this is just a segue, did you know that the cost of IVF in Norway is like $3,500? Just rattles <laughs> my mind. It's wild, wild. And that is relevant to this because this whole month we're kind of talking about medicine and taking care of ourselves and doctors and all of that. And that's why this episode is, what are the alternatives? Because we hear, you know, oh, that's alternative medicine. You're like, well, what the fuck does that mean? What kind of alternative medicine? Traditional medicine, non-traditional, all kinds of terms. And it's you're like, well, I don't understand. Well, we're gonna we're gonna explore some of that. Um, okay, so modern medicine, most of us most of us are familiar with this term, and many of us don't think about the alternatives. We're just like it's medicine. We go to the doctor; they do the things. Yeah. Um, but what is modern medicine? What are the other types? What else is out there? Why are so many of us resistant or just unaware of the other options? I think we're going to explore these things. We are. Yay. Here we go. To be fair, <laughs> this is is this is not a comprehensive list. No. This is a, we're going to talk about some of the, the most common. We're going to do a brief overview. Yeah. And we're going to put the power in your hands to start exploring why and what might be really beneficial for your health and wellness yeah okay so so what is modern medicine modern medicine refers to the current system of medical practice that incorporates scientific principles you know those things you learned in like fifth grade Mm. advanced technology that you know mris and all that fun stuff and evidence-based research and multidisciplinary approach to the diagnosis treatment and prevention of diseases Hmm. It encompasses various branches of medicine, including allopathic, conventional or Western medicine, which is the dominant medical system in many parts of the world. Okay. Yeah. So the key component to modern medicine is that scientific basis. Okay. Modern medicine relies on scientific research and evidence-based practices. Medical professionals use rigorous scientific methods to understand the causes of disease, develop effective treatments, and validate medical interventions. All right. Yeah. So that's what modern medicine is. Okay. Okay. So it also involves technology. Yes. So advanced medical technology plays a crucial role in modern medicine. Diagnostic tools, imaging techniques, laboratory tests, and medical devices contribute to Accurate diagnoses and effective treatment. Uh, examples of this technology can include MRI and CT scans, blood tests, and minimally invasive surgical procedures. Yes. Yeah. So thinking of modern medicine, that's why 
we don't refer to medicine of like, you know, a hundred years ago as not modern medicine, because at the time they were using the research and, and evidence and advanced technology of that time. Makes sense. Yeah. I thought so too. Once I was researching this, I was like, oh, <laughs> that makes way more sense. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Another aspect to modern medicine is pharmaceuticals. Ah, pharmaceuticals. Yes. <laughs> the development and use of pharmaceutical drugs are integral in modern medicine. Most of mm -hmm. us can probably understand that. We've been prescribed things that yes. have, have, you know, if we think about 200 years ago, probably they didn't have that option. Medications are designed to target specific diseases, alleviate symptoms, and promote overall health. Pharmaceutical research is a dynamic field that continually produces new drugs, as mm. we have seen. Oh, we have yes. also, here in America, made sure we've capitalized on that. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. Okay, so modern medicine also um, contains special specialization. So there's various specialized fields such as cardiology, neurology, oncology, and a bunch of other ologies. ologies. Um, I'm sure you can name your own. Uh, healthcare providers often specialize in specific areas, allowing for more in-depth knowledge and expertise in particular medical conditions. Yes. This one, I think, is cool and really like at one of the heart of modern medicine, and that mm. is preventative medicine ah, yes. so modern medicine places a strong emphasis on preventative measures to maintain health and avoid these diseases so mm -hmm. that's things like screenings vaccinations lifestyle modifications and health education Ooh. so those are all essential components of preventative medicine which is something that modern medicine takes into account because if you think about historically we're people were always <laughs> reacting Yes. You're like, oh, it's the plague. Oh, no. Yeah, there's nothing to be done. <laughs> you just have to get through it. We just have to get through it. Mm -hmm. Modern medicine, we're a lot about prevention. Yeah. That's why preventative visits and whatever care is usually included and part of even basic medical insurance. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So another aspect of modern medicine is interdisciplinary approaches. Medical care often involves collaboration among different healthcare professionals, such as physician, physicians, nurses, pharmacists, physical therapists, and various other people. Who knows? There's a lot of them. Uh, it goes back to that specialization. Yeah. Uh, this interdisciplinary approach aims to provide comprehensive and holistic care to patients. It does aim to do that. <laughs> I would say that that is probably where modern medicine is currently failing. Yeah. And for a lot of reasons. I don't think specifically because of physicians or nurses or pharmacists or the physical yeah. therapists. It's because of the insurance and how uh, we've yes. regulated it. But mm -hmm. do understand that modern medicine is trying to provide comprehensive holistic care. It, it, that, it is part of what was built into the system. It's just here in America, we've... Mm, yes. Yep. Got so problems. another thing about modern medicine is it's a globalized practice. 
So it's influenced by international medical standards and practices and medical research and information that's now shared globally, contributing to more standardized approaches to healthcare. The pandemic is a great example, right? Yeah. Like it, we knew there was a pandemic going on. Yeah. Because people were sharing information. And yeah. the rats didn't just suddenly show up on our shore and we had plague. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's just swimming. <laughs> You'd think they'd get picked off by like a killer whale or something. You would think. They didn't want them. Um, okay, so the final aspect that we want to touch on concerning modern medicine is ethical standards. So modern medicine is guided by ethical principles and codes of conduct to ensure the well-being and rights of patients. Medical professionals adhere to these ethical standards in their practice. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. So hopefully people have a better understanding of what the term modern medicine is. It encompasses all of those things. That's what makes it modern medicine. Okay. However, modern medicine has evolved from what many of us consider as traditional or alternative practices. Makes sense. Yeah. Traditional and alternative medicine refers to a broad range of healing practices, approaches, and therapies that fall outside the scope of conventional Western medicine. Mm -hmm. These practices often have deep historical or cultural roots and are used to prevent, diagnose, and treat various illnesses. It's really important to note that the term traditional medicine and alternative medicine encompass a diverse array of like <laughs> practices and their acceptance and usage can vary widely across different cultures and regions. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. So like their terms, they got, a, they're big umbrellas. Yeah. 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 They're, they're holding a lot in there. Okay. So let's look at traditional medicine first. So traditional medicine is often deeply rooted in the cultural practices and beliefs of a specific community or region. It may have been passed down through generations and can include indigenous healing practices. Traditional medicine often takes a holistic approach, considering the interconnectedness. Oh my goodness. You can do it. I believe in you. Of the body, mind, and spirit. Uh, the focus is not only on treating symptoms, but also on addressing the underlying causes of the illness. Yes. And I think it sounds like this is what modern medicine is trying to get to. Yeah. I think like that's or coming from. Coming from. Yeah. yeah. Of like, okay, how do all of these systems work in conjunction with each other? And I think modern medicine started there it moved away from it and really separated them out and then as more research more things came into play they're coming back to that yes they understand that like everything's connected and mental health impacts our physical health and mm -hmm. all of those things but i do think for you know probably about 100 years or so they were really like oh this is a isolated and if we can yes. just focus on this part of the body and that what's wrong then we it'll fix be fine. it'll be fine yeah we fixed the problem <laughs> No, you did not. No, you did not. Um, okay, so the use of plants, herbs, and natural substances is a very common feature for traditional medicine. Herbal remedies are often prepared based on traditional knowledge about the medicinal properties of plants. Some traditional systems, 
such as traditional Chinese medicine or TCM uh, and Ayurveda incorporate concepts of energy flow. For example, uh, chi, right? Yeah, chi in in traditional Chinese medicine or prana in Ayurveda and use practices like acupuncture and energy balancing. Yeah. Which is very cool. Yeah. So one of the things that gets me on here when people are like, oh, traditional medicine. And then we look at like pharmaceuticals and I'm like, wait, 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 hold on. Plants and herbs have been used and a lot of our pharmaceuticals are based on these things, right? Like willow bark and like all of like all of these things. So I don't understand where we've gotten to this point where we scoff at plants and herbs and natural substances being used to treat conditions. Like what do you think people use before we invented yeah, the pharmaceuticals we use now. It's like, oh, well, why don't you just go take this nausea suppressant? Well, why don't you just chew on some ginger? Yeah. Peppermint does the same thing. I'm like, right? So good. Yeah. Okay. So traditional healing practices may involve ceremonial or ritualistic elements, including spiritual components. This is that holistic piece connecting mm-hmm. everything. Healing ceremonies and rituals may be performed to address not only physical, but also emotional and spiritual well-being. Because we know that mental health is connected to physical health. Yeah. And spiritual health is also connected to our mental health. Like, these things are interconnected. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, before I move on to the next section, I I, I want to ask about traditional medicine. You and I are probably a little more open-minded and what I would call... Crunchy granola. Yes. So what have you done any traditional kind of medicine? Is there anything that you would now knowing like what traditional medicine and modern medicine? Is there anything that you'd be like, oh, I guess this falls under traditional medicine. Um, I mean, the. A lot of the pra- traditional practices of yoga could fall into mm. traditional medicine um, in terms of mental and spiritual well-being, I think. Um, like prana is breath. So like they're breathing techniques. Oh, that makes a lot of se- sense. I'm pretty sure when they're, when we talked about the, the prana um, being used in Ayurvedic practices, it's that's the breathing. Yeah. And we know that breathing ke- techniques can be very helpful to our mental health and yeah. managing that and stress. I've, you know, used things like echinacea to manage or to help manage and boost my immune system and energy levels when I was working in childcare and and, you know, crazy hours and with children. Yeah. Now now that you say that. Okay. So it makes me it just I'm so I'm so into this because like people I I find when you bring up traditional or alternative medicine to people there's that underlying like scoff mm-hmm. of like mm. but our, the modern medicine has rebrand rebranded things and mm-hmm. we accept that right like how many people take vitamin C yeah that's just traditional medicine right like yeah. we know that vitamin C is good for us yes vitamin D like vitamins the, and supplements. Vitamins and supplements, right? You know, like, again, you know, people are like, oh, I'm going to go, I got to take a nausea suppressant. It's like, or you could use peppermint. 
Yeah. And like you get that like, oh, you're one of those crunchy granola hippies. And I'm like, no, it's just nicer than taking. It's like, yeah, but why would I introduce other things and other components like when I can get it at its like a, a very normal, like stable, not, you know, I don't have a list of 75 ingredients when I could just. And potential side effects. and Yeah. Chew on some peppermint or chew on some ginger. Yeah. And it just is, it's really, I want to break down that stigma a little bit mm-hmm. because I'm like, we're introducing a lot of foreign things to our body Yeah, with modern medicine. Some of them are really helpful, but yes. how many of them do we really know? Like, okay, yeah, you could probably take that nausea suppressant and be fine and it'll do what it says it's going to do. And those other ingredients aren't going to do any damage. But like, if you could just get, you know, a little cube of ginger, wouldn't that be simpler? Yeah. And more cost efficient. Right? Yes. I don't know. I don't know how many of you know what the cost of ginger is, but it's not very much. You can get a lot of ginger for like a dollar. And you cannot get a lot of prescription medications for a dollar. No. Maybe Viagra nowadays. Right. That's a whole nother episode. It is. It is. Okay. That's not what we're talking about. That's not what we're talking about. (laughs) We are going to talk about alternative medicine. So alternative medicine is often used alongside conventional medical treatments. Mm -hmm. And I would say that its rise is continuous. Um, You know, I think more people are understanding that the interconnectedness of things and that modern medicine isn't the be all end all. Right. And so when used in conjunction with mainstream medicine, it is referred to as a complementary medicine. Uh-huh. Some people turn to alternative therapies for a more holistic approach to health or when conventional treatments have their limitations because mm-hmm. they do. Yeah. And I think that's important to understand as we're talking this month about doctors and medicine and and taking care of ourselves is like there are limitations to modern medicine yeah and we have to be like i said earlier there is no reason for us not to know information so it's in we have to think critically about where we're sourcing our information Mm, and understand like okay yeah my doctor might prescribe this but like could i do this a different way so Many alternative therapies focus on the mind-body connection. Hmm. Hmm. So emphasizing practices like our favorite meditation, yoga, tai chi, and mindfulness, they're ways to promote overall well-being. And we love that here. Yes, we love that. Mm -hmm. Therapies such as chiropractic care, massage, and osteopathy fall under this category, involving physical manipulation of the body to address health issues. I don't know about the rest of you, but I always feel way better after a massage. Yeah. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're nice. You know my love of like the Nordic countries and, and all of those things. Like Swedish massage. <laughs> like, Wait, when does this come out? Am I at my massage right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So an integral part of traditional Chinese medicine, acupuncture, Mm. involves inserting thin needles into specific points in the body to stimulate energy and flow and promote balance. So there's a lot of anecdotal evidence out there in the world of for people who are trying to get pregnant that acupuncture is one of the best things that they can do. Don't ask me why, but people just report having struggled to get pregnant, really all of these things and doing acupuncture and then 
boom, they're pregnant. That is so wild to me. Like it, like my brain doesn't understand how this works, but I know it works because I know a lot of people who have tried acupuncture for various things. Yeah. And it helps. Yeah. There is. I don't understand why. And, and I think in Western cultures, we really are like, oh, they don't. The Chinese culture has been around for much longer than our little Western culture. So, so long. And to think that they haven't figured out things and to think that we have more information is just baffling to me. I'm like, how arrogant. It's like the people who are like, there's not more life in the universe. It's just us here on the planet. And I'm like, no, there are fucking aliens. Like, how arrogant do you have to be? To there think you are the only cool thing in the world. We are not the pinnacle of yeah. life force. We have be been real. around for a very short amount of time in comparison. And so, like, I think about that when thinking about, like, acupuncture. It's like, how how dare you think that they don't have a system and had developed a way to, like, treat things? And, yeah, it might be different than what we're used to, but that doesn't decrease its effectiveness. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Okay. So homeopathic medicine involves Mm. using highly diluted substances to stimulate the body's natural healing process. Uh, It's based on the principle of like cures like. Ooh. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. It's kind of like hair of the dog. (laughs) Simplify that. All right. But I mean, you know, yeah. And then alternative medicine may include dietary supplements, herbal supplements, and special diets as part of that holistic approach to health. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think your gut health, we are learning so much more about how our gut health mm-hmm. plays into other parts of our bodies when before that was really written off. And over yeah. the last five years, like gut bacteria and biome and all of that has really started to gain a lot of like prominence in the modern medicine world based on research. And like, mm-hmm. we like, we like our research. We don't like anecdotal evidence. And I understand. I understand that. Yeah. But I think it's interesting how it, it sometimes feels like modern medicine is is doing this research and and finding all their, these things and they're like, oh, well, if you take care of this, then that helps this. And we're like, yes. Yeah. Traditional and alternative medicine has been doing that. But now you have the research to back it up and yeah. people understand that. And so I, guess it's important. I, th- I think that it's important for us as intelligent critical thinking people to know like okay yeah now the research is there we have this evidence and they're just rebranding it right like that's what it is is like okay these other forms of medicine have already figured this out they might not have had the in-depth research or or those kinds of things they knew that it worked but they knew that it worked and they probably they have a basic understanding of why it works yeah and then modern medicine is rebranding it after they've gotten the research and trying to sell us that this is something new when it's not. <laughs> like, there's a lot of cultures that know that fermented goods are good for your gut biome. Mm-hmm. Germans, that's why they eat a lot of sauerkraut. <laughs> Kimchi, mm-hmm. like fermented things are good for you. They figured it out. We're not the first people to, and we're out here like, look at our kombucha. Like, these other cultures are like, yeah, we've been fucking telling you. I mean, fair. 
that's alternative and traditional medicine. There's there's more out there, people. Cool stuff. It's cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's crucial to approach traditional and alternative medicine, like we're saying, with a critical mindset and when pos- possible under the guidance of qualified healthcare professionals. As, you know, we can Google something, but a lot of us don't have the education, the background to actually understand what we're doing or what's going on. So while some alternative practices have gained acceptance and are supported by scientific evidence, others may lack empirical support and their safety and efficacy can vary. Integrative medicine, which combines elements of both conventional and alternative approaches, is an emerging field that seeks to provide comprehensive and patient-centered care. That's what we should be striving for. That right there. (laughs) The the comprehensive and patient-centered. Like, we all know that everybody's body is different. We all react differently. Sure, there are some things that might not have empirical support. You know, there's a lot to be said for the placebo effect. I mean, yes. We, um, I used to call it, so like, we'd have students off course and, and things like that. And just working with kids and, you know, they're like, they come up with ailments. As yes. we all do, right? Like, we're like, oh, look, I hurt my hand and now I can't do this thing. Like, we, our, our mm-hmm. mind mm-hmm. likes to think that our body can't do a lot of things. And so... We, I used to call it Obi-Cow, which is placebo spelled backwards. We'd be like, oh, you should just take some Obi-Cow for that. And like, you know, I don't know, hand them ginger or Tylenol or something. Yeah. And then, oh, it fixes all. Feels so much better. It's so much better. So like there's a little bit of that too of like our mind plays a lot of tricks on us. Yeah. Um, Obviously not in forms of like big disease. Like you're not faking cancer. Like I got that. But, like, there's a lot of times where, you know, if it's making you feel better and it's not doing any harm, I don't see why you just don't keep doing it. If you think raspberries are fixing your urinary tract infection and you feel better and, not, and your symptoms are getting worse, they're getting better. All right. Yeah. That's why we think cranberry juice helps. Like, yeah, there are great antioxidants in cranberries. Mm-hmm. It tastes fucking delicious. There you go. Yeah. So I think, yeah, the the alternatives might not be that alternative. Yeah. I think, you know, modern medicine had to come from somewhere. Yeah. Where did it come from? Where did it come from? (laughs) So, yeah, I think think that's good. And thinking about last week's episode, as you're looking for a doctor. And primary care physician, this might be something that you're taking into consideration as well. Yeah. And talking with them of like, how do they feel about that interconnectedness? Are they resistant to, you know, alternative and traditional medicines in correlation with their treatment plan? Because if they are, then that's maybe not somebody you want to go with if those things are important to you. Mm -hmm. Or if you want just standard kind of modern medicine, Western medicine, and they're like, hey, maybe you want to try acupuncture. They might not be the right doctor for you. Yeah. All of these things go hand in hand. They do. Mm-hmm. We're going to start 2024 off taking care of ourselves. Yeah. I like it. 
I like it too. Cool. Anything else? Traditional, alternative. I don't know. Go do yoga. Go do You'll be healthy. I've been doing more yoga. It's really great. We're going to keep that up. Amber's so proud of me. And Amber is going to find the primary care physician. After she gets her massage. <laughs> because it's important to have both. It is. It is. All right. Keep listening this to this month as we continue to explore how to take care of ourselves. I think that was our theme for this month. Yep. How Taking to take care, care of, of you. Ourselves. How to take care of you. And yeah. Keep sharing. Keep listening. Keep commenting. Keep commenting. That's a wrap. All right. Cue music. Bye.